Hi fam. I'm Katie. And this is Ginny. And we are the Gabby Girls. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Gabby Girls. Wishing you a happy hump day. How are you today, Virginia? Um surviving. I have COVID. So mm. um I'm up and down. In this moment I'm doing good. Mm, I'm so yeah. sorry. Oh, it's okay. How are you? I'm good. I'm better than you, unfortunately. <laughs> Not tough to beat. <laughs> yeah, really. Um so I want to start off this episode with a moment of correctness because I want to address things when I feel like I've misspoken or whatever. So last episode, um, when I was editing, I just felt like I came off maybe a little bit harsh about like my parents and the holidays. And I just want to kind of clarify and just come correct and say that like, I don't want it to sound like my life was really hard or that like I was in like a really intense situation. Um, and I certainly don't want to like hurt my parents' feelings if they were to listen to that and like get upset because maybe they feel like I would misrepresent our household. And so, um, you know, when I was editing last week, I just was like, oh shit, mm, that was kind of harsh. And like, you know, I didn't want to not keep it in because that's not authentic, but I also want to talk about when I feel like I've misspoken or, or like gone too intensely because that is authentic. And so, um, yeah, I just want to say that, like, <laughs> I just feel like I was a little bit over the top last episode. Okay. I appreciate that. So how mm-hmm. was your holiday? It was Speaking really of. <laughs> it was. It was really nice. Okay. Yeah, it was good. Okay. Uh, yeah, we had six people, including Boyd and I. I cooked majority Wednesday, but Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. It was all really good. I did a good job and everyone was very happy, which was really nice. Oh, that's awesome. And f- mm-hmm. everything was, the food was good. The company was good. Yeah, Great. the turkey was really good. Like turkey was like, people said it was some of the best turkey they've had. So that's, Ooh. I know. And they've been having turkey. um how was the end of florida for you how was traveling on thanksgiving really interested to hear like how the airports were and then i want to hear about like how you got covid and where you think you got covid okay so first of all end of my vacation was really good we didn't do a whole lot, like spent some time on the beach. I mean, the tide was really high the whole time we were there. So Mm. there wasn't really a lot of time to be spent on the beach, but we're like going for walks and things like that. Just kind of hung out. And then our last night we went to, so my dad, he goes to China every year for golf camp. He teaches golf camp and he always has this meal while he's there, which it's called a hot pot. And Mm -hmm. it's like this big, pot of broth basically where you like dip raw meat and stuff into it and cook it and then you get to enjoy it right there so he's been talking about this for years and we've never gotten to experience it so on our last night in florida one of his friends did a hot pot for us at their house and it was like one of the coolest things i've ever seen so they had these two huge pots of broth one of them was spicy one of them wasn't and it was a lot of work. Like they were chopping veggies and it, there was all sorts of meat. I mean, I was trying everything too, which is just not 
not like me with i'm not very adventurous with the meat but i was <laughs> i was they were like it was like cow's stomach and pig's feet and all this crazy oh, stuff wow. it was so good i didn't have one thing that i didn't like and i mean we were all sweating though like my sister she, I kept looking at her. I couldn't stop laughing. I had to stop looking at her because every time I did, I was hysterically laughing. She had tears running down her face, but she just couldn't stop eating. <laughs> From the so, spiciness? Yeah, it was it was pretty hot. Wow. Um, but yeah, it was so cool. It was so much work that went into it that I just like, I don't know why I didn't even think about that, but a lot of work and it was delicious. Wow. So unique. Yeah. Right. Like what a what an interesting thing and it's so interactive you know everybody's trying things and passing around and oh you should try this and you should try that and there's all the sauces and it was really fun and then we were drinking sake of course a lot of it so oh yeah i love sake same it's like my one of god you no know, we were just we were guzzling it i mean it was delicious i i've only really had it where you're like sipping it i guess we were not mm -hmm. there was no sipping here i think probably because yeah. we were all just like thirsty i don't know but <laughs> it was a it was a lot of fun and just such a unique experience to do that that's so kind that they did that for you guys that's so cool yeah and they had an outdoor kitchen too so we did it outside like in the backyard oh. it was amazing that's so dope mm -hmm. holy shit yeah wow. so okay so you tried cow's feet Pig's feet. Oh, pig's feet. Cow's How were they? stomach. Everything was really good. The cow's like, were stomach. Were they like in their normal form or were they like sliced up so you couldn't tell what they were? No, you could you could tell what they were. It was like, it looked like the bottom of a foot. Like pads mm -hmm. of a foot. <laughs> I don't oh. know. Because oh, pigs yeah. don't really have, I guess they have like hooves. Yes, they have Do hooves. They? Yeah. I don't yes. know, but there was no hooves. Okay. And yeah, and then there was like beef balls and fish balls and radishes and all these veggies, but it was it was really good. So we finished that and then we went back to our hotel and we all flew out really early the next morning. I think Trey had to leave for the airport at like 4.30. So wow. And our flight was an hour after his. So he got to the airport and he had to wait in line for like an hour for security. He said it was it was a mob scene. And then we got there and we didn't we didn't wait at all. So wow. I don't know. Yeah, we got there around 6:30, I think, and walked right through security, no problems. It really wasn't that crazy. Um and this was at Orlando Airport, which they were predicting like the fall. So we threw we flew home on Thanksgiving. So they were predicting like the day after that was going to be insane and the day before was as well, but the day we were there was pretty fine. Yeah. Um but on our flight, everyone, all you could hear was like coughing, sneezing. Like in the, all the on people the plane. in the plane? Yes. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm just going to put my headphones in and pretend like I'm not in this like sick chamber. So I think that's how I got sick. But I don't know because, no, that's definitely, that's definitely how I got sick. Um, I was around people like two weeks ago that ended up having COVID and I was a little sick then, but this kind of all started for me on Friday, Friday night is when I, I went to bed and I was like having trouble breathing. I guess I was having trouble breathing the day before too. I was like I, having trouble taking a full breath. Mm. And um, one thing about me is if I ever start to get anxiety, like if I do, I can count myself out of it extremely fast. So I just don't really experience it because I just know I need to 
breathe in for five, out for seven. I couldn't do that. And so I was getting, cause I couldn't breathe in like that. Like I couldn't, it felt like I had a flat tire in my chest. I was losing my mind. I was getting so anxious. And then I'm like, okay, is this anxiety that I'm having or am I having trouble breathing and it's causing anxiety? Like I didn't know what was going on. And I kept waking up like, <laughs> like I wasn't breathing. I kept waking up like that. And, no, and then at like 4am I woke up and everything was aching. Like my lower back was aching. Kind of felt like when I had the flu over the summer, just those aches. And I was like, oh, this isn't good. And I went downstairs, took some Theraflu, went back to sleep. And I ended up sleeping like, what, 18 hours? I don't know. I slept yeah. all day on Saturday. And then I slept for 13 hours on Saturday night. Like just, I've been sleeping. Uh, but so yeah, sorry. so it's okay. But rewind to Thanksgiving pre pre COVID, I guess. So we flew back that day with our neighbors. And then my mom made my mom makes spaghetti and meatballs as like her signature meal. And that's what we had for our anti Thanksgiving dinner. And it was so good. Cute. Yum. Yeah, it was really <laughs> good. It was excellent. <laughs> excellent. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. you were a fan I, i'm always a fan we had garlic bread we had mm. broccolini we had i'm like obsessed with these carrots right now i've been i'm like mostly carrot at this point <laughs> um i've been eating these carrots sometimes for a whole meal these like baked sliced and diced carrots so we had those like roasted yeah so so you mm -hmm. cut them up really thin they kind of look like sweet potato fries but they're carrots and then you toss them with like paprika onion yeah, powder oil. Yeah. yeah and then you just kind of cook them till they're crispy little parmesan yeah. cheese yeah they have a chokehold on me right now i mean like two weeks ago i ate like 20 pounds of carrots in a week do that with green beans i'm telling you i should try that i tried it with brussels sprouts it was good but not the same no they're not that because they're not an elite vegetable no like brussels sprouts are fine but they're not elite like green yeah. beans are elite i'm telling you like you okay will... i bet I bet that would be good because I already like green beans. Like I don't like cooked carrots. So for me to be oh. eating carrots like this, wow, you know, they're good. Interesting. Oh, so yeah. I do that with, I do it with broccoli too. And so it gets like crispy. Mm, okay. I'll have to try. I usually just do my broccoli like very simple. Salt, I, pepper. I do like a medley. Like yeah. No, I do. You know like what I mean? Medley. I do. Yeah. I do sweet potatoes, broccoli, onions. With like, and sometimes I'll do a little bit of cinnamon in there because like I love savory cinnamon. <sighs> so good. I'll have I'm to a try it, vegetable like, girl. <laughs> I'll have to try that. And then I've been making this like Greek yogurt, lemon, garlic sauce kind of that you mm -hmm. just like mm -hmm. drizzle over the top. Wow. I might have to I make those tonight. <laughs> it's like a tahini or uh, no, a tzatziki. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Kind of. I mean, a little less Greek, but it is so good. Yeah. Mm. Man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's great. Well, I'm happy that you had a great vacation. I'm really sad that you got COVID. That fucking sucks. Um, do you even know, like, what variant are we on? Like, do you even know what you have? Does it matter anymore? God, I have no clue. I none. okay. Well, you remember, like, when like yeah, Omicron like came Omicron. out? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had Omicron when it first came out. So, like, two years ago. In December, I had it, but I haven't had it since. Yeah, I have no clue. <laughs> I just know that whatever this was, I if I like, I could not take a full breath. It was like I was breathing fire, like fire down my sternum. 
Like, this is frightening. Wow. And Trey and your mom were the same, too? Yeah. Well, so Trey just was achy, and Mm -hmm. my mom was puking on top of it. And her breathing was fine. I think I was the only one with the bad breathing. Wow. The puking must suck. I know. Puking when your body hurts? Whoa. Yeah. Damn. Because then you just, like, want to die. Yeah. like Like, puking already is, like, a forceful thing yeah it know? takes like it takes energy out of your body like yeah yeah mm. man i'm really sorry yeah so it's okay and then today i woke up and i was like oh i feel pretty good so of course i just went about my normal business i'm like oh let me walk on the treadmill let me uh, oh my god you're do crazy a little- yeah i'm stupid actually do a little cleaning and then it was like one o'clock and i was like oh i'm passing away <laughs> well I feel like that was just it for when I had COVID. Like that was like how I was for five days. Like we would wake up, we'd feel good. We'd go to the grocery store. And then like at two o'clock, I would, you know, we were in the grocery store and it was like, it felt like a task, like a really big effort to yep. go to there anyway. And then you just were like, oh my God. Oh, I'm done. Like, yeah. Like yep. not good. Mm. And yeah, I, and I had the body aches. Like I felt like I got hit by a truck. That was, yeah. I remember. Like the body aches were brutal. I. And I was like rotating, like I'd lay on my side, on my back, my other side, my stomach, because when I was laying on my side, if my knees were touching, they were hurting because it was, everything was aching. And then I'd lay on my back and my back was aching. Then I'd lay on my other side, say it was fine for like two minutes and then it would hurt. (laughs) Lay on my stomach, my lower back, like, oh, I just could not get comfortable. I'm like, oh, Mm. somebody put me out. The worst. I'm sorry. It's okay. Well, I thought when when you told me you had COVID, I was nervous that I had COVID because I had a really sore throat and I was exhausted and I actually slept for 13 hours on Saturday night too. And so I woke up and I felt much better, but I was like, I went in being like, shit, I really think I got COVID. Fuck. I just gave it to everyone that was at my house for Thanksgiving or they gave it to me, whatever it is. Like, God. Um, But I think it was just exhaustion. Yeah. Frankly. Probably. Yeah, you were just worn down. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot. Like, you know, my mo- my mother-in-law was here for five days and then cooking and cleaning. And, you know, it's just it's just a lot hosting, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes a lot out of you because you have to be on. Like, on. You know, you're cooking and cleaning and talking and entertaining and you're dressed. Which, <laughs> that sounds dumb, but that takes a lot. <laughs> no, it does. Yeah, the cooking. Yeah, I did a lot cooking-wise. And so... I said even next year, I was like, if we host again, I'll just get the main big things catered and then I'll just make Mm. desserts. So then I get to do something, but the hard part is done and I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, that's nice. And that's what you like. You like a dessert to bake. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care about the turkey. Like, it makes me sad having to look at it. I would rather bake a cake. (laughs) Oh, so on Thanksgiving... I speaking of desserts, I was upstairs. Mm. Like I, I when I got we got home, I like got on the treadmill. I like needed to work out. Yeah, I, I could like taste the hot pot the next day. I brushed my teeth like fifteen times, and I was like, I just need to like sweat. I think so. <laughs> I get off the treadmill and I'm upstairs, and my mom had been calling my name like all day. So I was just ignoring her at this point, um, pretending like I didn't hear it. So I hear her call my name, and I just whoop, and like I didn't hear it. And she calls again, and she's like, Jenny, Cindy Hampton's here. I was like, what? And I come down and she had brought us dessert. She brought an apple crisp. Oh my Surprise gosh. apple crisp. Yeah, it was amazing. Wow. 
That's a godsend. Yep. She's mm-hmm. so nice. And we wow. didn't my we didn't do dessert. We were anti Thanksgiving, so it was just perfect. It was a crisp too. Yeah, it was a crisp. And my mom made like a homemade whipped cream to go with it. Very mm-hmm. good. Yum. Yeah. Super yum. Yeah, I opted for I did I made pie dough and then I did apple filling, but then I did crisp top. So with like the oatmeal and like the brown sugar as like a streusel. And so I did that on top and I think that is the winner for apple pie. Like if you are going to have to eat apple pie, like mm. crisp top is So you ended up eat. enjoying it. I didn't honestly eat any that night. Okay. <laughs> I didn't try it until Friday, but everyone was like, it's so bang and you should have it. And I was like, well, and it was so weird. It was such a weird phenomena. I couldn't taste the food on Thursday. Like, I don't know if it was just like adrenaline or just like champagne or just like me being so over, like dealing with it all. But or I couldn't being, like, like taste around it all day. You know, when you smell all something day. for so long and then you don't smell it anymore. Yeah. And so on Friday night or Thursday night, I barely even ate. Like I probably had like, you know, many, many portions of everything. And I just was like, eh. and then, you know, I'm laying in bed with Boyd and he was like, what'd you think of everything? And I was like, I couldn't even taste it. I don't even know. It just all tasted the same. Like, was it good? Like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, he like, yes. Yeah. He's like, it was great. And I was like, okay, <laughs> great. I asked my mother-in-law the next day, I was like, is it normal not to be able to taste it? Did I drink too much? And she was like, no, that's normal. It was good though. I was like, okay. She's cool. been there. Right. She's been there. She's yeah. been you. She said, she said, everyone who cooks goes through the same shit. And then you just like watch people eat and you don't really want to eat. You're just like, okay. I hope they enjoy it. My job it. is done. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I, that's all I needed to do. <laughs> when you cook, do you like eat? Like when you're cooking, are you like tasting and trying things or are you just like cook and that's that? Not when I'm cooking food so much, but when I'm cooking, when I'm baking, yes. Okay. So, like, yeah, I don't know why. Sometimes I literally, like, I'll serve something to Boyd and I haven't even tasted it. And I'm like, I don't know if it's good. We're going to find out. Yeah. I just, like, don't, I don't know. See, like, my mom, that's how I cook. My mom, when she cooks, it'll be, like, time to eat. And she's like, I'm full. (laughs) Like, from what? She's like, oh, I've been trying things. Like, okay. I'll have like a couple pieces of pasta to make sure it's cooked through like you know but if I'm making a sauce like I'm not sitting there tasting it all the time I'm just like if it sucks like we'll figure it out later it has you know I I, it has cream and tomato paste in it what could be bad you know yeah we'll spice it up at the end if we have to (laughs) (laughs) nothing Um, a little parmesan can't fix (laughs) amen do you uh do you clean as you cook um no never Unless I need to use some like something again, <laughs> I need to use the cutting mm-hmm. board one more time for something else. Yes, but otherwise, no, yeah. okay. not my thing. I can't. I can't do too many things at once. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> do you? I'm sure you do. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. I'm so methodical with the way I do things, you know. So it's like mm-hmm. it may look. Yeah, you got probably- a system. Yeah, it probably looks chaotic from the outside. But in my brain, I'm like, I already know what I'm doing, like ten se- steps ahead. You know, that's not me. That's not me. <laughs> I think I'm it's right just because I'm so. I think it's just because I'm so comfortable in the kitchen. Like, yeah. I don't know if I'm like that in my life, but you know, kitchen for sure. <laughs> True. All right, I got you. That makes sense. Mm. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's like I need to have a reward before I can clean. <laughs> I need to uh, like have the meal, and then I'm like, all right. See, I like try to live my life by the if it takes you less than five minutes, just do it rule. 
And so I'm like, okay, my water isn't boiling yet and whatever's in the oven. So like take this five minutes to do to do these dishes so you don't have to do them later. And like that's how I motivate myself all the time. I'm like, so you don't have to do it later. That's my reward. There we go. <laughs> I got you. I guess I don't feel like I usually have things to clean until everything's done. I mean, mm. mixing bowls or something like that. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll rinse it out. But no. I hate, General rule of washing. No. Interesting. Um, I hate washing utensils. Like utensils drive me crazy. I don't know why. So I like always will like leave a big pile for those to be last. I would much rather wash like a stack of plates than forks. Okay. Do you enjoy doing the dishes? Um, no, I don't dislike it, but I don't enjoy it. So I started wearing gloves and that's changed, oh, yeah. changed my dish game. I like, it, I don't mind at all. I'm like, sign me up. I'll do the dishes. I agree with you. I do think I, I switched to the glove game probably about like, I don't know. When I started living by myself, so like five years ago, I switched mm-hmm. to the glove game and I agree. It completely changes your whole dish game. And I did it for my nails. Yeah. And same. I it, just don't like touch. I don't like touching all the everything. I don't like I don't like it at all. Well, then your hands get all dry. Yeah. You know, like especially in the winter, like when I was in cold weather, my hands would get cracked and it just I mm-hmm. would, you know, I. Yeah. No, I agree, though. Gloves are really. Oh yeah, I got a couple pairs. Because I'm not a dishwasher girl. Like we use our dishwasher as a drying rack, so I don't really use the dishwasher that frequently. I don't know. I just don't. We just don't do it. Okay. Yeah. We use the dishwasher because we have a lot of cups and plates, and I guess if there's only two of you. And come to think of it, like when I lived, when I had a roommate, and I would just clean my own dishes every time. I wouldn't use a dishwasher. So I guess that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And like um we don't use cups cuz we have we carry around our like big water bottles. Mhm. You know. I drink out of this all day. And right. then I don't know. Like I just it's just easier than like loading the dishwasher and like you said like if you need something then you have to wash it then it's counterproductive and I have weird things about what can go in the dishwasher and what can't go in the dishwasher. So we're just like a hand washing household. <laughs> All right, with a nice expensive <laughs> drying rack. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Look, they get, but they're not on the counter. They get put away. It's like yeah. very aesthetically pleasing. All right. Hey, whatever, whatever works for you. I've been told that it's very common in Asian households to do the same. To be honest with you, <laughs> I have to do some research. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> um, one thing I want to talk about today. A little bit is the power in the pause and i think for me that has just led to maybe coming out of situations or conversations where like i feel like i am wanting more of the relationship which is a nice feeling or the or the the conversation versus wanting less because i think like all growing up i used to kind of just like say things that would maybe continue a conversation that you don't necessarily want to continue or like you know just to kind of like hammer in your point or really like die on a hill or whatever you're feeling and I think um, I noticed this like hosting and everything and being around my mother-in-law for five days I was like I've gotten so much better at just pausing and being patient with what I'm going to say because not everything I want to say has to be said oh yeah I'm mm. I'm like totally with you on yeah on that. I 
I also think that goes along with just like, I don't know if this is an ADHD thing, just feeling like you need to fill space. I also think is part of it. Mm -hmm. And I used to speak on like every thought that I have. And then I kind of realized like, there's just absolutely no need for that. Like everything Mm -hmm. doesn't need to be pointed out. We don't have to talk about everything. You can have thoughts and you can just let them go because it's okay. You know, like, yeah. And and I think that that has maybe changed like my relationship with the people around me in a positive way, because Mm -hmm. like, again, everything doesn't need to be talked about. It's exactly what you said. Like it leaves you wanting more instead of feeling like you gave too much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think I just like, I think, I think part of it is my ADD, but I think part of it is just me, but I always used to just like shoot from the hip. Like if I had something that would go through my mind, it would just be shot out. And sometimes I'd be like, fuck, why did I say that? Like why? And still to this day, there will be like little things, but I think it's like my rebellious side where like, I just have to say my point, even though my point isn't really necessary. And it's not like, it could just be like something silly. Like, uh, someone's like, I like oranges. And I'll be like, oh, I hate oranges. Like just, you know, and then afterwards I'm like, bitch, why'd you have to say that? Like, why? Like, yeah. If we could just reverse, we'd bring it back in our mouth. Like we would. (laughs) I used to describe it as like, I felt like I had two me's, like my inside me. And then the me that just like. They don't, they didn't talk is how it felt. Like they weren't communicating. Then it was like mm. the me that was just responding, saying things like that. Like, oh, I hate oranges. And then I'd be in my head. I'm like, but I, I don't even hate oranges. Like, why did I, why did I say that? Like, I don't even hate oranges. Who are you that you're just shooting this shit out? So I, I know exactly yes. what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I used to try and describe it like that. I'm like, I feel like there's just like these two people, like an outside and an inside that they don't ever fucking communicate. And it's yes. really frustrating because then I be like thinking about it afterwards for so, so long. And so now I just, I'm one, I'm one. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I'm like, why do you have to be difficult? Like, why yeah. do you have to try to be uh-huh. this like rebellious, difficult person when you can just be nice? You can just shut up and you could just seem sweet. And the thing is, it's not like you're trying to, it's without <laughs> effort. It just happens. <laughs> it's, 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 it's just like flows yeah just, yeah just it just comes right out and it's like what what the fuck was that I'm, i'd have so many talks with myself just being like what happened there girl like, oh my god it happened to me like three times with um april Boyd's mom and i'm like damn she must just think i'm such a bitch like she just must <laughs> wait tell me tell me about it <laughs> what what give me the tea <laughs> we're talking about like folding laundry um because april just broke up with her boyfriend and he's he just like never would like he just wouldn't do small things like that like you know like how some people will have like their laundries folded in certain ways and so one thing is like when i started doing boyd's laundry just communally not like intentionally um i would i i I fold his shirts differently the way than how i fold mine and he said he was like i fold yours differently too and i was like well you do it wrong and i was like I was like, why? Why did you have to say that? Why couldn't you just say, yeah, you do. It's so nice, and just shut up. Like I had, and then of course, like it led to like Boyd was like, wait, really? And I was like, mm-hmm. You're like, oh, here we go. Now, now I have yeah. to die on this hill. <laughs> yeah, but I have to die on this hill, and I can't <laughs> revoke it. And you know, there was like one or two. I'll think of the other one, but there was another one where I just was like, God, fuck. 
fucking damn it. Like, and it happens when um I'm frustrated. And like, I think you and I are pretty similar. Like, I just have a quick tongue. Like, I can just have one little line that will just sting you. It doesn't, you know what I mean? It's not like a blowout. It's not like going to hurt, hurt you, hurt you, but it just stings. And it's just, I can just get you right there. And sometimes those just come out and I can't hold them back. And then I feel bad, but man, they were so good. Yeah. I used to, I feel like I, when I had my two me's, I feel like I was very sharp, like just around the edges. Like I couldn't, I had a lot of those moments where it was just like, and I don't even know why. I don't even know why I'd say things that just, they don't feel good for other people. And I feel like I'm softer now because I don't do that as much, but it does still happen sometimes. Like I just, I mean, I, I can't help myself on occasion. (laughs) Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm the same way. I think I've, I think I've, I think it's like a skill. I know like that sounds so lame, but I really do think they think like, I don't even know if it's like patience or like thoughtful consideration before you talk, whatever that is. It's a skill. And I never thought I would get there, but thankfully I feel like I really have, especially in like the past four or five years. Um, But yeah, sometimes when those slip out, it just feels so good, especially when it's like Karen or someone that's just like, that just deserves it. And you just feel like, oh, I gotcha. Mine usually comes out with my sister. Like... Like she'll be saying, I can usually let things slide, but she'll be saying some dumb shit. And I just like, I can't, I can't let it go. Is there an instance? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so we were talking. Um, so when we were on vacation, she like spends a lot of time in bed. She just does. She'll, she works from bed. She's likes to lay in bed. That's where she likes to be. And she said something to me like, well, you haven't been around. You were FaceTiming. You were doing this, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I've been in the family room. And I just kind of went off on her. And I'm like, it's not my fault that you spent 23 hours a day in this bed like a fucking loser or something. <laughs> like, I think I called her Grandpa Joe, like from Willy Wonka. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and she was like, well, you didn't have to be mean about it. I'm like, well, I'm just saying, don't make comments like that saying I'm not around when you're the one who hasn't left your bed. And I mean, I didn't, I won't lie. I didn't feel bad about it, but no, cause uh, yeah, yeah, I think there's just certain moments like that. Like maybe not with Anna cause you know, she wasn't like coming at you like really hard, but there are just certain situations where like, if someone's like continuously like pushing you or like pushing your boundaries and you're really holding your tongue, you just need that one little, t- just to let them just know. Shut like, up. Yeah. Like back the fuck off. Yeah. Cause you don't like, want the smoke. Don't, don't go there it. with me. Right. Like I'm being nice and I'm holding back and don't make me open the floodgates because <laughs> they're not fucking closing. <laughs> Once it's open. Whoa. Oh, bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. But you do sometimes have to give a little sting to just be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like you want to dish it out. You better take it back. You better be able to receive that shit. and most people can't so wait i have a question for you and not about the sting but just okay. about saying things that are like why the f- like i i hate oranges when you don't <laughs> um do, do you ever can you ever take it back or do you find yourself like this is just where i'm at now i now i have to go with this 
Um, yeah, if it's just with like Boyd, I'll be like, that was a lie. I don't know why I said that. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like with the laundry thing, like, could you have been like, oh, I'm just kidding? Or like, no, you were there. I felt like with his mom right there, I couldn't. I felt like because she was like looking at me and I was like, I can't go back. I'm stuck. Oh, man. The worst One is when you say road. something and then someone gives you the look like, and you're like, yeah, I, that I said that. <laughs> Whoa. And I know I definitely heard him. Like, I know I definitely heard his feelings. Oh. And I was like, fuck. It was not what I was trying to do, dude. Like, I don't think like, suck at me. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but. <laughs> but it's only sometimes. Like, it's not all the time. You know, it's not like a frequent occurrence. It's just like, I don't know. And, or like, if I, I'm snarky or if I give attitude, I definitely own that. And I'll, you know, I apologize for it to Boyd and I'll be like I'm so sorry you did not serve that I'm hangry or you know I'm stressed or whatever and he's like I know I understand yeah and same shit with him you know like I know when he's hangry and he's about to have a meltdown if like one more thing happens and I just like pad slowly out of the room and I like slide some cold cuts at him and then I like walk away you know (laughs) yeah you could you can read this scenario (laughs) yeah and so like I feel like it's just like um Actually, this relates back to what I wanted to talk about, too, is I feel like you just end up giving long-term partners more grace because you've realized, like, I wouldn't say I ever, like, really like to fight in relationships, but I definitely would be one to, like, not understand the weight a fight can carry and how, like, small little tiffs can really, like what is it what's like the saying like you can die by a thousand scratches or whatever like that kind of theory going into your relationship like sure it may not be like a cheating blow up or like a major fight but having disagreements or arguments even once a week or twice a week just wears on you and you just end up starting to carry that burden and that luggage and i really am like at the point in my relationship where i'm like okay if it's not something that's majorly important i don't give a shit like right roll with it it's not worth it like if if it's not going to really affect you or if it's not going to be like a permanent decision who gives a shit like yeah everything's not worth it i also think too when i was younger and i think you were a little bit like this i don't want to say like being mean was like to my significant other was like fun but it just kind of was a thing like not being not being mean like bullying my boyfriend or something but just kind of like there's always a jab or and, and from both sides it was just kind of like how how things went um and i realized like a couple years ago like that wears on you so hard and mm-hmm. it's like you can't once you set that tone it's like yeah maybe it's funny the first couple times but it's like not funny and it's not fun and then you can't change that dynamic and I think that kind of goes with it too. Of just like, just shut the fuck up, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I think 100%. that's like in my house. That's how we all kind of treated each other when I was younger, like my siblings. And so that's just yeah. kind of how how you thought showing love should be. Yeah, how it went, and mm-hmm. it's just not true. It's not. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I would definitely like. I would jab, but then I would also just get so frustrated because, like, I would, like, run circles around them, you know? And I would yep. just be like, how are you so stupid? Like, oh, Same. God, you're so frustrated. Like, you're so lame, you know? And, like, my mom would always be like, you need to be nice to him. And I'd be like, well, mm-hmm. he needs to be smarter. So, like. Yeah. <laughs> Not my fault you're stupid. Can't fix stupid. 
Right. Like, that's lead a so horse mean. water. I've, I've said that. And it's like, looking back, I'm like, that? I feel bad about that. <laughs> like, I do. I don't want to treat anyone like that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I think once it started happening to me um, with the model, like, once he would make, like, jabs and like put downs in front of people i was like oh fuck like this really hurts and this feels really disrespectful Mm -hmm. and then i think just like really falling in love and caring about my partner who doesn't hurt me like boy does not you know boy does not do like that tit for tat bullshit yeah and so like if i do use a harsher tone or if i do like say something snarky like i know it hurts him and i can see that and like i don't ever want to hurt him and so i think it's just like maturity and feeling safe in relationships and like feeling safe to be vulnerable and knowing that whoever you're vulnerable with won't hurt you first which i think is also like you know defense mechanism and all that shit like understanding your feelings and not being scared of them because i think that's pretty much what it was like a defense mechanism Mm -hmm. of like instead of leaning into this and like being soft and showing affection i'm gonna go the other way because I feel yeah. comfortable doing it. I don't even know. I don't even know like what it is. But I do think it comes with like understanding your feelings and yourself and maturity and whatnot. Yeah. I think for me it was just like frustration. And then – but then like all of them cheated on me. So you know what? I don't even feel bad because I'm like y- yeah. you were stupid. <laughs> you are actually. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not anymore. Maybe you've got grown smarter. But back then you were stupid. True. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're right about that. Yeah, but um, yeah, picking fights is just, I don't know. I've definitely caught myself in that before, like picking a fight for nothing and I, then like checking myself and being like, what the fuck are you doing? Like for why? Why do you want to fight? Why, what's, yeah. You know, is it, that's not how see, love is. See, I was like not a fighter, but more of like a jabber and then being like, why do you want to fight? Why are you fighting with me? Like, oh, because I started it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm always the one to like bring up issues. I don't know why, but in most of my relationships, I was always the one to like try to shed light on something or talk about it. And maybe it was because they didn't feel like they could approach me um, because I was so harsh. <laughs> but they were scared. They'd always be like, yeah, or they'd be like, well, I don't, I don't feel, I, you know, like. I'm not mad at you. And I'd be like, well, I'm mad at you. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't want to fight. Well, I do. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're annoying me. Like, you're, or you're, you know, here are the issues. Why, you know, mm-hmm. fix them. <laughs> right. Yeah. And now it's just like, well, whatever. Every, not everything's an issue. Yeah. Literally. I'm like, I, paint color, don't care. Can be changed. You want to put shelves there? Sure. Don't care. Not, not going to hurt me. All good. Mm-mm. love that i'm really proud of myself because i never thought that like i would ever get to this point of like nonchalantness if that's a word mm-hmm. but i just like reflect on who i was like two years ago and three years ago and four years ago and i'm like we've had a lot of growth over here like she is a much more mature patient lady yes agreed i feel the same way it's funny to like look back and be like whoa mm-hmm. wow we've changed yeah and to like think about like what Boyd and I used to fight about, you know, like mm-hmm. back in like year one and just how you really do think that those like little things really mean something. And then now looking back at four years in, it's just like, oh my goodness. Like that was so silly, you know, like I understand why we had to fight to get here, but 
you know right would you know not today we're fighting about that thank god yeah (laughs) um i have some questions that i want to ask you because i saw these on instagram and i thought they were interesting hit me (laughs) hit me okay we'll start with the tv one if you turned on the tv and saw me on a reality show what show would it be and how would i be doing on it okay i would picture you on like a real housewives of something Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. And I think, so like, is this your first season or like your second season? Hmm. Let's think. I think on your first season, if I saw you on Real Housewives, you'd probably be triggering everyone. (laughs) Um, And then I think on your second season, you would be like the fan favorite. Mm -hmm. I can see that. Yeah. Like, I just picture you just like not necessarily just saying things like what we were just talking about, but just, you know, being yourself and sitting back and taking note of what's going on and maybe having some commentary that the women already on the show would be like, what the fuck? Yeah, I totally <laughs> agree with you. Her. And then second mm-hmm. season, you'd be in. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. And first season, it would go either like one of two ways. I would either like come in like hot and like while out because I would know that I need to create a stir so I can get season two. Mm-hmm. Or I would come in quiet and like demure and have people wanting more. We right. would have to. It would depend on my castmates. I think. Like I'm not saying you're anything like Dorit. I'm not saying that. But do you remember how when she first came on Housewives of Beverly Hills, that first season, like she was not, she was not taken well. And then the next season, mm-hmm. she was in. Like I, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. No, I get mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Do people not like Dory? Is that like an insult to be considered like a Dory? No, no, no. I just don't think you you have a similar personality to her. No, no, no. I love yeah. Dory. I think people do like her. I just don't, I'm not yeah. like comparing your personalities, just kind of like your entrance to the show. For sure. No, I get that. I think if I saw you on TV, it would not necessarily like Survivor, but some sort of like... <laughs> I could like so. <laughs> do you agree? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> With your blankets and your tools and all the shit. Oh my! Like, I could God. so see you like in some sort of survival wilderness show where you win a million dollars if you make it to the end type thing. <laughs> oh my! That's so funny, but it is. <laughs> and how would I do? I think you would do really well. I think the suffering would get to you, but <laughs> there'd be a lot of crying, probably. Oh my god, yeah. And then, but I think you would do really well socially, you know, because you're yeah. so you. Yeah. Have you watched Survivor? Of course. Have you watched a lot of Survivor? I haven't watched it in a long time, but I used to when I was like younger. Okay, Boyd and I—I I don't even know how many we've probably watched. 20 seasons in two years because i had never really even known what it is and someone got us like into it and we just chewed through it we've watched so many seasons so i feel like i'm kind of a survivor expert now and i can tell you how to win the game like socially at least all right i wonder so much like i would be so interested to maybe there's like reddit threads or whatever but like where do they poop in the woods 
like they just like designate an area or do they have like an outhouse like do they come up with that as a group i don't know if you have diarrhea like i think you're sol like what if they bang has anyone banged i'm sure like out in the wilderness probably like i don't know people i need to know all this i just like i need to know like i think there's so many like and then like all right i'll look into this are the camera people sleeping out there or are they just all like cameras that are affixed to trees and that's how they get the night shots? I really want to know like more about <laughs> I think survivor like, background. All right. You want to know the ins and outs. I think there's definitely like cameras affixed to trees and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. trail cams essentially. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Of course. Yeah. I wouldn't think that the camera people, cause there are definitely people like producers and whatnot um doing the same stuff like maybe they have tents or little huts or something like that you know like i don't think they're really roughing it the same one how far away are they from the people that's also what i wonder like how many like right do they have like a border and they're like you can only go this far like you know like what how i want to know what like the set is like i always that's that's like one thing that really fascinates me about like reality tv and stuff like that like um have you you know love is blind the one that they're in the pods and uh-huh. they like, talk through a wall yeah so um two ex-cast members they started a podcast called um out of the pods and they talk a lot about like what filming was like and stuff like you know like what their daily routines were and how fast it was and how the show really kind of is made and i just find that so fascinating because it's oh, just that is interesting so give me the tea so they stay in hotels you have to be up from like at like 6 a.m. and sometimes you're filming until like 1 a.m. Like you're filming all day. So when um, they show when they're in that like common area, that's just kind of like during the day, like in between yes, pods. Yes. And I always oh. wondered that because I was like, are they all sleeping? Like, Because my first thought always is sexual assault because like I feel like just being an event planner, like you just have to think of the worst things possible and people sleeping communally who are like random strangers. That's what I think about. Right. Like, <laughs> right um and then i was thinking about like workouts and like do they get their phones that kind of stuff i don't know that answer but they all sleep in hotels they have really crazy call times there's one day that everyone proposes typically and it's usually like not day nine and so everyone even though they make like the proposals look different on like for different days on for different couples they are usually all on one day and um if you followed last season, which was like the worst season ever, only two couples were filmed. There mm-hmm. were actually like four or five couples that were filmed, but they were edited out because of one sexual assault allegation. Oh, shit. Um, one semi like abusive partner who I just don't think they wanted to give airtime. And then there was one other couple who I guess was maybe just like too boring. And so they were talking about that, like how how many couples actually do get engaged in hopes of getting on the show. but there a lot of them are not followed um and currently in production there's already like three more seasons in production right now wow so they can like film all these seasons at one time because they can Mm -hmm. whoa and i think it's just like a warehouse that they turn into the set right that makes sense because it's just like these little pods like it's these little yeah throw up some air walls throw some area rugs make it look like it's like a weird hotel because that's what i thought at first i was like oh maybe they like buy out a whole, whole hotel and then they do some sort of like weird partitions or something like I don't you know but right yeah because they don't yeah. show you too much anything just like the hallway and then the rooms and then right. that weird common room and that's mm-hmm. it 
Yeah, it's really odd. Yeah. So I didn't watch last season. I watched the one before that. Um, and I was just like, this is just like, it's so weird. It's so weird mm-hmm. afterwards when they're in their real life and they like don't know each other. I don't know. It just like weirds me out. It's like a it's lot. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it pretty much proves that like love is not blind. <laughs> no, it's not. You, you definitely need to be able to see who you're going to date and right. marry. And also you need to be around someone. Like you need to... You need to know their mannerisms and, like, how they act, not just what they're saying, you know? Like, yeah, because you can just portray whoever you want. Yeah. Yeah, it's And weird. that's what they – that's, that's like, what happened with the one couple who weren't followed uh, or who were followed but didn't – who got edited out this, this um, season. Like, she was just, like, he didn't tell me he didn't have a job. Like, she was, like – and I saw him checking his bank account and he had $12. Like he, you know, like he didn't tell me that. It's crazy that they don't like screen for that. I think there'd have to be some sort of standards to even be on that show. But I guess that's like the fun of it. Yeah, that's like the craziness of it. I don't know. And like, that's, I guess, the blind part. Like you're supposed to love someone if they only have $12 in their bank account. But like, no. Did you watch Love Island? Um, No, I don't think so. I love Love Island. Well, I haven't, I haven't been like. I haven't kept up. I think I watched to like season nine, but that show kind of freaks me out too, because so how it works is like, there's this group of guys and a group of girls and they come on and you basically pick who you think is the most attractive. And then you're like coupled up and they sleep in a bed together. Like the whole time. That's okay. It's like, yeah, that's a really weird one. I don't. Yeah. And I get it. There's like people or a lot of people around and there's cameras and there's a camera crew, but still, doesn't to, matter. Yeah, to just be like thrown in bed with someone and like you don't know if they're a good person. You don't know anything about Ew, them. Yeah. And then they're getting like boners next to you. No, no thanks. Yeah. I would yeah, make like really... a little pillow wall. No. Yeah, it's odd. That's all odd to me. Like the whole just sleeping together thing. That's the one that's like 60 episodes, right? Um,. Love Island, like it's just like endless. Like they just yeah. keep bringing in new people. Um, I mean, it's yeah. not it's not like endless, but yeah, they they do keep bringing in new people and throwing people out, and it's kind of crazy. And they do like weird challenges where they like every day. Yeah, it's like every day that you're seeing what they're doing. Right. Oh yeah, um, yeah, it's three yeah. Weeks. It's three weeks long. Each okay. each season is. Um, but yeah, wow. you see you see every day. You see like every meal. You're watching them. It's kind of weird. It's like watching so weird. people at the zoo yeah it's it is it's really odd and then there it's are challenges like and, yeah kind of mm-hmm. um and then there are challenges and then they have to choose like who they want to be with and do they still want to keep their partner and people get so attached and it's just like i mean it's interesting but it's weird yeah it's i think a lot of those shows are weird i mean like i like, think can't a lot imagine just... going on a show like that only reason i would do it is just for instagram followers like let's be real like, I don't care about Instagram followers. I'm just I saying, that, like, if that was, like, I'm just saying, like, if my goal to be was to be an influencer, that's, like, where right. I would go. Yeah, that's how you would get your like, following. If, yeah, like, and I think that's what a lot of people do, because they just know, like, if I'm the most outrageous, if I'm the hottest, if I'm the most naked, like, if I make out with a lot of people, I'm going to create a name, I'm going to create a buzz, and I can monetize on that. Right. Like, if you get along with the girls, if you don't get along with the... Like, there's so yeah. many things the that can... Yeah. 
Yeah, it's mm-hmm. weird. And a lot of the people know each other, I noticed, on the show. Like, mm-hmm. they have mutual friends, or they were friends, or maybe they did. Like, it's kind of strange how connected it all is. The casting directors must, like... Do that on you purpose. Know. Yeah. Yeah, they must be like, who do you... who? What friends of yours do you want to... Like, would want to come on? And they must, yeah. you know... Yeah. And then, like, sometimes during the season... Because they bring people on to the show during the season, like, you know, a week in, two weeks in, if they can bring in someone's like ex-girlfriend and it's like, she saw them on the show and then was like, oh, I'm going to try. And then they bring them on like live. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's know. crazy. It's so weird. Um, the Love is Blind girls said that a lot of the casting people go through like Bumble and on Tinder and that's how they all find people on dating apps. So they're like pretending to be on a dating app. And then uh-huh. we're like, hey, while in conversation. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Hey, are you, do you believe Love is Blind? Do you want to come on this TV show and not get paid very much? <laughs> Interested? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and probably not end up with a significant other. <laughs> yeah. And like get exposed on TV and probably not like the way that you're edited. Right. Interested? <laughs> probably not like the way you come off at all and now end up even <laughs> more single than you were. Yeah. And have like major mental health problems afterwards because like that's like what a lot of there's like multiple lawsuits saying that um there weren't like mental health advocates on set and people were exposed to like long work hours and just you know just stressful situations and so there's like people bitching and moaning saying that they can't get a job now that they were on tv and all this kind of stuff and it's like well you you chose to do that so i know i don't i'm not sure what they were expecting after doing something like that like exposing every part of your soul and then now you can't get a job. Yeah, I mean, right? Yeah, I know. It's like um, I don't, like you know. I know I, like internet bullying is like a real thing, but I just like for people who like like use social media a lot and then like complain that they have like hate comments and stuff like that. I'm like, you're willingly putting yourself on the internet. What the fuck do you expect? Like, I know, like people are bored and people are mean. As a general yes. rule of thumb, you know. <laughs> yes, people are unhappy and they want to spread their unhappiness. Yeah. I will be honored when, right? I will be honored when we get our first hate comment. I am just like waiting for that day. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. I will that's screenshot we'll it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's how we'll know. We'll know we're doing something in this world if we start getting hate comments. Mm-hmm. We're not there yet. <laughs> no, we still just everyone just likes us. It's right all now. love. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to our faces. Who knows? Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there have been some interesting DMs from people in our outer circles. I'm sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> so it goes. <laughs> All right. Well, I love you. Here's another episode. I hope you feel better. Thank and you. We hope you have a great week. Yeah. Happy Wednesday. Ciao for now. Ciao for now. See you next time. <laughs> That's another episode of Gabby Girls. Thank you for listening. Make sure to comment, rate, review, and subscribe. Let us know what you think of us and the topics we talk about. We're not for everyone, and that's okay. Bye, Jen. Love ya. Bye, Kate. Love you more.